Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 320 and it is Tuesday, April 18th, 2023. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? That's right. We are here once again. Uh, more nerdy goodness and magic on the docket as per usual. You know how we do every single week on the Codex Prime Podcast. We just want to take some time to thank you, our listeners, our viewers, our overall audience for your general support uh, and words of encouragement and just you know tuning into the show every every week or whenever you can whether you catch us on facebook live on tuesday evenings or catch our audio episodes at a later time you know we really appreciate y'all and uh yeah we're just we'll just keep doing it until uh we get super bored and even then we might continue it still i don't know it's such a huge part of my life yeah man can you can you believe in years eight whole years man eight eight years man eight years of doing this podcast like next 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 month a couple weeks from now in may it's gonna be our eight year anniversary of doing the show um and uh it's been six years since uh we, since the show became a permanent two two-man team so since 2017 so yeah man just just think about like what what eight years encapsulates like eight years that's like two that's like a whole uh that's like a whole um we've done this through two presidents from two yep through two presidents three three yep yes actually three actively as of today yeah um yeah that's two presidential terms that's like eight years that's um about a whole medical school residency a master's degree yep Plus a, plus a master's degree. Well, a master's is two years. Is it uh, really? Yeah, master's is two years. Plus, if you wanted to do a, do a PhD, sometimes that could, be a, that could be an additional two years to five years, depending on the program. Um, so, yeah, that could be that. Um, basically, a whole college career from undergrad to master's or PhD, depending on where how far you go. Eight years is what it took for Stone Cold Steve Austin to become world champion since he started in the business. Um, yeah? Yep, from... from his humble beginnings in WCW, WCCW, CCW. Yeah. Oh yeah, he started it. He started in world class. Yep, the Dallas Sportatorium, uh, which is now the AT and T Dallas Sportatorium. No, it's not. I, I, I don't know. I don't know football. No, the Dallas Sportatorium. The the um, that got torn down. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think as of right now, it's still just a plot of land that's there. No. I don't think they ever did anything with that land. Dang. Somebody should buy it. Uh yeah, it took eight years for Austin to become the become a main eventer. Uh, eight years, man. Um, damn, you, you you've come a long way in that time. A you've lo- done a lot. Come a long way, done a lot. A lot of things have happened, and uh, yeah, we're still we're still plugging along. I mean, we've been through. Uh, as of now, two. Uh, con- video game console generations, you know, with the PS4, Xbox One. Now we're in the PS5 uh, Series X era. Um, man, we've been through uh, eight Best Picture Oscar winners. Um, we've been th- we've been through uh, majority of the MCU. Yep, majority of the MCU as of now. Uh, we've the seen whole DCE. No. Oh, in, in December, December it'll, it'll wrap up with uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Yeah, but Man of Steel was already out. Yeah. Oh yeah, Man of Steel was out two years before we started the podcast. Oh, okay. So major, yeah, majority of it. Yeah, 
yeah so yeah we've we've been we've been doing it for quite a while so yeah man we thank y'all for you know plugging in and uh, listening to us um and as carl's sharing the episode uh our episode uh topic today is going to be a uh, blurred card revoked so we're going to talk about some of the nerd things that you know have been part of our nerdy blind spots some things that we just haven't gotten into for whatever reason it's because of, maybe it's because we haven't heard of it or maybe it's just something that you know we should have known or should have gotten into as nerds but for some reason or another just never got into or never watched never seen uh then there, there might be some surprises uh so yeah just tune in for that we'll we'll we'll, we'll chat it up and we've got some things that we've been up to as well um yeah carl uh still sharing the episode okay i'm right i wrapped up now all right cool all right uh okay i'll start it off um so i actually watched a movie this over the weekend all right that's on peacock now you kind of i have a feeling you know what it is is it Knock at the Cabin? No. Um, oh, shoot. What, what can't, I know something came out recently. It wasn't Megan, right? No. That's been out. Because you, you saw that. Yeah. Cocaine Bear. Yes. How was that? It's fucking good. <laughs> it, it's, it's funny and gruesome at the same time. Mm-hmm. That I was just like, you know what? I'm enjoying the hell out of this. Mm. The Cocaine Bear. That was directed by Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks, yeah. Uh, Ray Liotta's last movie, unfortunately. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah, the, they dedicated the movie to him at the end. Mm-hmm. But um, it also stars O'Shea Jackson Jackson Jr., mm-hmm. uh, Carrie Russell, and your boy, Isaiah Whitlock. She. Does he say it? No, and I'm mad. Oh, that's too bad. I'm mad, and I'm sitting there like, that's not him, is it? And I looked it up, and I was like, yep, that's him. I'm like, now nah, he has to say it. Oh, man, Senator Clay Davis from The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> but the movie is loosely based on a true story, actually, where um, a American black, an American black bear in Georgia just consumed 75 pounds of, 75 pounds of lost cocaine. Ouch. That fell off a plane. That fell off a plane. Mm. Rumor has it it's from freaking O'Shea J- Jackson Jr. looked just like his dad from Friday. Yeah, because he was kind of like, it looked like he gained a little bit, gained a little bit of weight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, rumor has it that the cocaine was from Colombia, straight from Escobar. Wow. So yeah, and the and the bear just goes on a complete killing spree, and it was pretty graphic. Mm, I bet. And it was like, great. He was eating whole, yeah, whole bricks. Mm. Whole bricks of cocaine. Yeah. But you'd call Herb Abrams breakfast. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Nose candy. <laughs> Book of sugar. Yep. Had all that. Wow. Mm. To the point, like, he, like, the bear actually, was the, the bear is actually a she. Mm-hmm. And you got addicted to it. Mm. As you would, as one would. <laughs> and, oh, man, there was just like, I can't even say who the funniest character was because it's like everybody was funny in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, The bear. Mm. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> but I actually learned 
that the bear is on display oh. <laughs> in a in a museum in Kentucky. Wow. I mean, I mean, they nicknamed it Pablo Escobar. Well done, Kentucky. Well done. <laughs> but dude, I highly recommend that movie. Yeah, I was I was curious about watching it, but I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll probably wait till it's streaming. And then I found that it was on Peacock, and I'm like, you know, I, I didn't find enough time to to watch it this weekend, but I definitely will. It's on my list. Yeah, it's a, and there's also a documentary that comes with it too that tells them like the real story. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was like surprisingly like like well, I kind of knew it was it was gonna be violent. Mm-hmm. My girl did. She just sat there like. Oh my God! What was that? And I'm sitting there like, yo, this is great. <laughs> I mean, it's in the title, Cocaine Bear. I mean, the, you, you, the, the title sells itself. It's like a cocaine bear. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta see this. You know, if they made that movie in the 90s or 80s, they'd probably have an actual actor in a bear suit, and he'd probably sniff actual cocaine. Probably. Yeah. And I'm sure they would still cast her Abrams. <laughs> I remember. That would have been a role of a lifetime for him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he died doing what he loved. Yeah. <laughs> Cocaine and hookers. Yeah. Mm. I think, you know what? New Jack would have, too. Oh, yeah. He loved him some cocaine. Rick James. Mm. Although, that would... Maybe Rick James would have voiced. Nah, he would. Have, he would totally have done it without the bear costume. And then the the title would have made no sense. But yeah, um, he would have made a bomb ass soundtrack. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> oh, that would have been a classic on par with Dead Presidents, right? Yeah. Oh man, the possibilities. We should have a cocaine bear cinematic universe. But, what? Um, cocaine bear, like, like, just like just random animals with illicit drugs. Heroin hair, heroin hair, um, PCP poodle. Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, hmm. Uh, <laughs> a meth tortoise. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just cocaine James. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Just. 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 You know. Just throw it out there. Universe is already in thing. I mean, we had the Dark Universe. Oh, wait, never mind. Remember the Dark Universe with the Mummy uh, reboot? With oh, the re- oh, the Universal. Mu- yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, Universal tried, but then we, they saw the Mummy flop and they were like, we yeah, tried. We tried. Yeah. They even had Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 had Tom Cruise. They they had Russell Crowe in it. They were also gonna cast Javier Bardem and Johnny Depp. And yeah, because yeah. who did who was Johnny Depp and was gonna he was gonna play somebody good. Probably Invisible Man or Creature from the Black Lagoon. One of them. No, I think Johnny Depp was gonna do Dracula. Oh, that would have been that would have been great casting. Yeah. Oh well. He would have like slept in Transylvania or something because you know he gets you know when it, he he's a bit of a method actor. Yeah, like he's never seen a a costume and makeup kit that he didn't like. Right. Yeah. Speaking of Johnny Depp. Yeah. Did you know that they had already 
made a Tubi movie. What? About the trial with him and Amber Heard. Are you serious? It came out shortly after, like, the trial was done. Was Is it like a documentary? No. Wait, it's like reenactment? Yes. With actors? Yes. Is it on the level of a Tubi movie? Is it? Is it on the? Is the quality level? Is I, one I of, never watched it. I met, there is a trailer. I'm sure the quality level is is what one would expect from a Tubi movie. Oh, absolutely. Which is a, which is to say, no quality whatsoever. Um, uh, have you held your end of the bar of the bet yet? I will try this weekend. I'm, I've been very busy. You, you know, you're not as busy. There's, there's a lot of stuff, man. You know, I'm I'm in a new place. I'm settling in. You know, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get my bearings. If there's you know? three movies that you review, and you better not leave one out just because I say that. Then it's Tubi quality, but worth a watch. You actually watched it. I I need to see a trailer for this movie. Um, albeit with the uh, audio off because you know. Yeah, man, this is on the level of. I I, I need to, okay so yeah okay so we gotta let yeah. Tubi originals. We're watching the trailer right now for this. Yeah, dude, kind of looks like Johnny Depp though. Yeah, yeah, he kind of does with the sunglasses and whatnot. Okay. Okay. I mean, it looks like they've used actual professional equipment to film this. So. <laughs> We'll, we'll give them Instead of an that. Android. Yep. Okay, some 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 decent uh lighting. They used a filter. Okay. Some competent lighting here. Mm-hmm. Um Wars on sunglasses. Yeah, this uh okay, this trailer seems uh rather competent. Okay. He's he's looking like um this this John, this actor was playing Johnny Depp. He, he's kinda looking like a cross between a uh, low budget Ethan Hawk and uh low budget or Orlando Bloom. Okay, yeah. I see low-budget Orlando Bloom. Yeah, I see that. So the movie's called Hot Take. Yes. The Depp- Not the real Johnny Depp. But- yep, The Depp Heard Trial. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> it's, it's not him. It's just some actor who... Uh, I mean, give it up. He actually looks like him. Yeah, looks like him. Question: Does he have the ability of a Johnny Depp? Oh no, see, yeah, I, I'm just not gonna go there. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Mm. I feel like I need to get. I feel like I need to get on a Tubi movie just because it seems like a trendy thing to do. <laughs> uh, I could bring my own sound effects. You you probably could. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Yeah. As you're shooting somebody and making sound effects. I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that movie is. Yeah, we're, 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 we're good. We're good with all that. I don't know. But you still got to watch yours. I know. Uh, there's, there's so many to choose from. Like, what do I choose, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, but, yeah. Cocaine Bear. Definitely watch that movie. That shit. It was, pretty, it was really good. Nice. Like that's a, I can't even because I don't want to spoil anything. But it's like, yeah, Isaiah Whitlock's character was funny though. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sure. Like yeah. yeah, he was like a harding. He was a harding cop, mm-hmm. but had a soft had a soft spot for adopting puppies. Oh well, interesting character wrinkle. He just didn't say she. <laughs> hmm. Damn, damn. When you when you get Isaiah Whitlock, you got to have like one. One more. 
Yeah. But anyway, what else you got? Um. So this. So I have recently read. Uh, I read a book by uh, Rhode Island's own DJ F- Mason Santos, aka DJ Finesse. And since I forgot the book, we're going to have to improvise. <laughs> and it's called From Personal to Purpose. Oh. All right. Finessing life's lessons and transforming them into your true calling. Mm. And boy, if that wasn't some of the most motivational shit that I've ever read. And I couldn't have read it at a more perfect time. I wish I could have... Um, read it sooner when it first came out but um mm-hmm. i guess better late than never mm-hmm. but is definitely worth it uh dj finesse he was actually a rhode he's a rhode island dj from east providence and also um was he was actually the official dj for bad boy records okay for a time so Something like that. I I wanted to. I'm like, yo, he was he used to DJ for Bad Boy. Let's see, you know, what's his story and stuff. And it was a great story. He has a great life story. It wasn't so much about DJ Finesse. It was more about Mason Santos. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and I'm I'm Monday at the East Providence Library. He's actually going to be doing an author talk from six thirty to seven thirty Monday. So I yeah. urge anybody to. Hey, get this book. It's available on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And go to the talk. Nice. Because I feel like anybody could learn so much from this man. Mm. Yeah, right on. Yeah. So, and on the comic tip, you always know I got to go take it there. Oh, yeah. We got Captain America Cold War, uh, written by Jackson Lansing, Colin Kelly, and Tochi Onyebuchi, and I'm so sorry if I butchered a name because I probably did. And uh, the art is by Carlos Magno. And the cover art that you see right there is by uh, Patrick Gleason and Alejandro Sanchez. Mm-hmm. So there's so much going on because it's actually uh, the two Captain America stories, uh, Symbol of Truth and Sentinel Liberty. Mm-hmm. They're coming together. They're all culminating into this story arc right here. So... um yeah. But there's so much going on. Yeah, Bucky Barnes, who was like part of um, this elite group, um, whose name I can't remember as of right now, and I forgot to write it in my notes too. Mm-hmm. But so he's like, I think it's called like the Revolution or something like that. Okay. But and then he's also forming an alliance with the White Wolf, uh, who is Hunter, who's also uh, Black Panther's white brother. Mm-hmm. But in the M- he's not featured in the MCU, but in the MCU, they call Bucky the White Wolf. Mm-hmm. So that's where he's at in the, in the MCU. So then, you know, Steve Rogers and Sam Wilson team up. When, when um, Steve's adopted son, Ian, who also goes by Nomad, he's abducted by uh, someone who uh, Cap has thought it was, a, was an ally. Mm-hmm. Very strong ally too, so it was actually pretty shocking. To, and uh, there's like so much going on, dimensions, interdimensional travel, even involves in that. So it's a lot. It's a lot going on with that book, with that, and within this story. So, yeah. um, I'm looking forward to actually like you know continue reading this on as I've been following uh, both Sentinel of Truth and uh, Sons of um, Sentinel of Truth and uh, Symbol of. 
Liberty. Thank you. So yeah, that and then the net and next up we have the new Guardians of Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy run written by uh Jackson Landings as well. And this is an interesting uh interesting story. It's very it's a western. Okay. But you know, obviously it takes place in the galaxy, so it's a year later after the the Guardians were destroyed by one of their own, you know, betrayed by one of their own. So they're kind of like going off in their own and then they're like trying to rediscover their humanity and their heroism as well so it's just one little short story to kind of get you going mm-hmm. and um i'm actually looking forward to seeing what's next i love the whole like how star lord looks like a like a runaway cowboy in the west in the in mm-hmm. the old west so that's what caught my eye on it mm-hmm. so i'm like all right i'm curious i'm gonna see where this goes yeah. and uh yeah other than becoming an official official member of Fleet DJs mm-hmm. and DJing this weekend. Oh, in the podcast meetup hosted by the Let's Chat podcast, Chris Revel and Nathan Peavy. Mm-hmm. Very good time. I've met some very interesting people. And I know the next one's going to be May 11th, I believe. Okay. So um, don't quote us on that. Things could change. But yes, we'll definitely keep you posted on what's going on with that. So... Um, yeah. Vic, what the hell have you been up to? Yeah, man. Yep, it, it is scheduled for Thursday, May 11th. Cool. Yeah. So that's what's up, man. Um, looking at the comments here, uh, Nick Quattrini says, Sup, good people. The Velocipaster on Tubi, highly recommended. Velocipaster? Oh, this is going to Oh, that's, I can already tell this is going to be good. Just... Oh. Just looking at the title, is it what I think it is? Hey. A Velociraptor Pastor? The Velocipaster. The Velocipaster, okay. Oh, my God. Let me, let me see this. Oh, my God. Okay, so Carl's... Okay, there's no trailer, but there's pictures. Okay. No. Okay, the Velocipaster, the... T- the Okay, so man, a man of the claw. Okay, so I need to show this uh, to our uh, our viewers here, but I'll describe it for our audio listeners. Oh so, my god! So apparently, Thanks, apparently, uh, the Velocipaster is uh, an actual Tubi movie, which stars what appears to be a zombie pastor. Yeah, you want to try to hold that, Carl? Yeah, I got you. It appear what appears to be a zombie pastor, um, and then there's like a giant velociraptor in the background, and the tagline reads "A man of the claw." And, the, and he has a claw, so I'm trying to. It's labeled horror movie. It's available on Blu-ray. <laughs> and are there are there ninjas in the background? Yes, there are ninjas. Oh my god! What is this? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm going to write this down. I think I found my Tubi movie. Are you serious? Are you going to do it? Hold on. L- let me let me confirm if it's available on 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 Tubi real quick. Oh, I'm it gonna, is. I'm going to It is. Where where's the where's my real good app? Nope, nope. it says it right there on Google. Oh, oh okay. Uh, this is a thing. Wait a second. It's also available on Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so okay, so so here here's the here's the synopsis the the synopsis for the Velocipastor. After losing his parents, a priest travels to China, where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. <laughs> At first, horrified by this new power, a hooker convinces him <laughs> to to use it to fight crime and ninjas. <laughs> Oh my god. Yes. This this um, um, It's a five out of ten on IMDB. Sixty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Fifty six percent on just watch. Sixty one percent? That means it's fresh. <laughs> Somebody from who says Overall, I really enjoyed watching the Velocipasta and cannot imagine not having watched this film. Mm-hmm. Great. I say this without a shred of hyperbole. The Velocipasta is one of my favorite films of 2019. Uh, Overall, the Velocipasta is a movie you can watch with a crowd and a few beers or by yourself and still enjoy it. This film is the best thing I've ever witnessed. The acting was impeccable. The special effects were so real that for... Oh, my God. I'm watching the trailer right now. There's a trailer? Yeah, I just went on YouTube. I just typed in Velocipasser, and there it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, I found my movie that I'm going to review. Is it? Re- is it it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's one hour and 15 minutes long, so you know what? I got 75 minutes to kill. I will try to re- watch it and review it this weekend. Watch it on Tubi so there's commercials so you can take a break and rest your eyes a bit. Oh, get the full Tubi experience. <laughs> yeah, you got to get the full Tubi experience. <laughs> um, well, I mean, with a, with a premise like that, I mean, how can I, how can I resist? You, you can- I mean... Th- thank you, Nick Quattrini, f- for this uh, recommendation. You know, I'm going to have to give you a thumbs up there in the chat here. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. You know, when movies like that get made, who 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 are you to doubt your own creative vision? Just go ahead and write whatever you want. There we go. <laughs> Speaking of which, I did I did write a, a little short free write short story recently. I'll share I'll share it with you. On, Please uh, do. Yeah, I think it's. I think you'll, you'll enjoy. It. it was just something that just came off the dome, you know. It's about me, isn't it? Oh no, it's. Um, I die in it very horribly, huh? I I, I could have changed your name in there, but uh, don't do that. <laughs> you know, um, think of it as like a PG version of like an A twenty four movie. Oh my god. Or like if or if David Lynch decided to do a PG rated movie, you know. Oh my god. I could I could have gone all extreme, but I'm like you know what let me let me let me, let me dial it back. Let me just type in some some simple stuff. So yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you after the show. Send it to me. Yeah. I'll read it. Mm-hmm. Review it. Okay. Who knows? Maybe we can get maybe we can get it adapted into a Tubi movie. <laughs> I mean, if a lot we got the equipment right here. <laughs> I mean. I mean, if Velocipastor exists, I mean, Christ. Uh, I shared it with John. John says, it's a really happy story. It was not PG. I thought it was. Um, 
I mean, I thought it was. It, I mean, I, 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 I didn't go full. I don't, I don't. I don't trust you. I don't. I didn't go full Ari Aster. Speaking I, of speaking of which, I Bo is afraid. I hope it's coming out this weekend because because I, I really want to see it. I'm ready for the three hour Ari Aster experience. That shit is three hours. Yeah. yeah from, no, it's not happening. I, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Fr- from what I hear, like. I, 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 According to reviews, Bo is afraid it's gotten like extremely polarizing reviews. Like you really, you either really like it or you absolutely hate it with a passion. There's no, there's no gray area. There's no gray area. Apparently, from according to the buzz. So, hey man, I, I'm I'm ready for the Ari Aster cinematic experience. Um, he's a, I think he's a national treasure. We should protect him at all times, at all costs. And uh, yeah, um, seven point ten on out of. 7.4 out of 10. Yeah, and then... 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, 68 Metacritic. Yeah, so yeah, it's gotten some mixed reviews, but uh, I, th- I think that's pretty intriguing for uh, for that for that. Comes director. out Thursday. <laughs> yeah, Thursday. Nice. Um, let's see. I'm watching that Dracula movie with Nicolas Cage. I've heard Renfield... I, I do want to see Renfield. I'll probably wait until it's available streaming. Um, that, that's gotten mixed reviews too. Uh, John says in, in reference to my short story, um, says there is no way that story could be adapted as a PG movie, not even on a good day. Come on, it 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 could, it could easily be adapted as a PG movie. Um, I, I think I think you've been too. I think John's been too uh, uh, inundated by Disney movies, Pixar. So I guess like his uh, his cinematic tastes have, have perhaps softened a bit. Right, understandably so, you know. But you know, the, the, it could have been way more extreme than it than it was. But yeah, like the story, the story I wrote, um, it was it was a complete free write, um, and basically the the premise is like some guy goes into this restaurant, and it's like it's like this dingy hole in the wall, and uh, the chef, the chef, um, oh god no, you know he he prepares a dish for him. Oh, nope, nope, nope. Just stop right there. I I rather wait to see it. Uh-huh. I rather wait to read it. Okay. But see, see, here's the thing. Here's the <laughs> thing. All right. Okay. You're telling me about it. Mm-hmm. You said mention dingy restaurant. Yeah. Chef. Yeah. Meal, and yeah. then you have that that freaking grin on your face. <laughs> well, N- no, no. That's well. Jimmy <laughs> said the menu. <laughs> the the menu was fun. Um, I think Jim Savar hated that movie. Yeah, Jim hated it. But then again, Jim hates fun. So you know, you do too. I don't hate fun. Yes. L- l- listen, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what a fun movie was. I, w- I actually watched a movie this this past weekend, and, and John can appreciate this because after after what nearly two years, I finally got around to watching it on Disney Plus. I watched Encanto. And really? Yes, I watched Encanto because my girlfriend she absolutely loves the movie. She she's watched it about four times. Oh, geez, she, I only watched it once. So. She she loves the soundtrack. I watched it, and you know what? Encanto was a beautiful movie, and it wasn't I wasn't bad at all. Oh yeah, no, it wasn't bad. It was it was it looked absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, and um, I, the, the the soundtrack was wonderful. Um, it went it went in, it went in a direction that I didn't expect, and I thought that you know what this is actually quite refreshing. You know, it kind of reminded me of uh, my neighbor my neighbor Totoro, uh, that classic Studio Ghibli movie. So where there's no there's no like clear like antagonist, 
but like it's all about like generational trauma and how this family you know goes about resolving it um yeah i I thought it was a beautifully told movie i thought that the 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 themes of generational trauma and like you know embracing the ordinary and you don't have to be you don't have to put all this pressure on yourself to be like to be super excellent you can just you know live your life and just be a good person like i thought i thought those were like really resonant themes i thought like how it went about it was great this the soundtrack is absolutely beautiful um yep lin-manuel miranda miranda he uh he wrote the songs um yeah the 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 movie's absolutely fantastic it's disney's 60th uh animated feature um and 4k looks absolutely chef's kiss especially on an on an, on an OLED, oh, here we go. 4K streaming. Uh, the the colors just pop. Every detail. Uh, you you just luxuriate in 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 this in this visual splendor uh, that Disney is providing. And man, like, yeah, it it, it would have made my 2021 list if I had seen it in theaters. It would have made it on a list somewhere. But yeah, definitely well deserved. Uh, best picture, best animated feature at the Oscars winner. Um. I can I can see why parents parents when the movie came out I I've met parents who had who were forced to watch the movie multiple times on repeat uh, with especially with that you don't we don't talk about Bruno's song oh um, and I can, I don't like I can see why yeah my stepdaughter loved that song mm-hmm yeah and yeah man what about I watched it with her <laughs> oh there you go. So yeah, Encanto. Uh, if you have Disney Plus, if you're in the mood for a film with an excellent soundtrack and like really strong, you know, familial themes, um, and and an awesome representation, uh, yeah, go see that movie. It's 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 a wonderful treat. Yeah. So see, I I, I like I, the I like the D's with Jacob. Oh yeah, she was cool. She was. She was a good character. She had a really good song too. Yeah. Um, surface pressure. That was the name of the song. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's an example of how I I like joy, I like happy things. I'm not always watching dark stuff. I feel like a dark movie is the next movie you're about to review. Well, uh, well, a dark <laughs> video game that is. Oh, I did play. Uh, so far, I'm halfway through. Um, I've I'm eight hours in the Resident Evil Four. God damn it! And I still haven't even turned that bitch on. <laughs> yep, the Resident Evil Four remake on the PS5, and man, let me tell you. You know, Resident Evil 4 in 2005, when it came out, that was a revolutionary game. Yeah. And um, and for me, that was my favorite Resident Evil game. And the question is, it's like, like, what do you, how do you, how do you improve upon perfection, if you will? Resident Evil 4 Remake is the answer. Damn. And I, I got to say, like, it definitely meets all the hype. The 10 out of 10 reviews, the universal praise, I can see why. Like, like what was was so great about Resident Evil Four Remake is that it, it it's not just a reskin of like of the of the previous game. Like it does take like the same areas, but it remixes them a bit. Yeah, and it kind of gives like a different spin to them. Um, even down to the gameplay, like the tension is high. Um, you the the game does emphasize has a stronger emphasis on melee combat. So like as you as you play as Leon. Yeah, in the in the original game you had the knife, which you used to break open barrels. In this game, your knife can actually break 
and then you have to have the merchant like repair it for you. And you can actually use the knife to parry enemy attacks, and then you can just like hit him with a melee attack. So if there's like a swarm of enemies coming at you, if you attack an enemy with one melee attack after you parry their attack with the, with your knife, you can like knock them back, and then you can like use you can like conserve ammo that way. And the game too, like part of the tension is that uh, melee attacks melee attacks are really important because the game is pretty scarce on ammo, even on normal difficulty. So the game emphasizes uh, crafting ammo. Uh, conserving ammo, using using your uh, melee attacks wisely, and there's even like some rudimentary like stealth stealth spots where you can sneak up on enemies and then you can just stab them uh, with your knife. But even then, you, your 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 knife loses durability. Um, it's it's a it's a dope game, and like the the combat is like perfectly tuned. Um, yeah, like the the tension is like pretty high. Like even even playing the game, even like if you're, even if you play the game multiple times as I did, like the original version, this one gives you like a a lot of new stuff. It's like, whoa, like this is like really, this is more intense than I remembered. I'm scared to play, man. I feel like I'm a rage quit. No, you should play. Like if you've like you've you've played um the Resident Evil Two remake, have you? Two and three, yeah. Two and three, yeah, yeah. You you can definitely get into this one, okay? Because yeah. it uses the same uh, RE engine and like the, the graphics are absolutely gorgeous. You know. And yeah, I like doing sneak attacks as well. So, yeah. So like, there's like some rudimentary like it's like it's not like a stealth game per se, but there's some some areas where you can actually sneak up, sneak past enemies, or go behind them. But, but I love my infinity bazooka. Uh, yeah. There's, there, there's no way to purchase that. Not not the first go. Like 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 the Resident like the past Resident Evil games. It does emphasize. It, it's meant for multiple play playthroughs. Like on New Game Plus, you can carry over all of your items and resources. Yeah. Um. The one, one, the one thing, the one thing that kind of gives me pause, like the one tiny, tiny blemish, is that there are there are microtransactions in the game, like they're, they're totally optional though. But like, but like in the game, when you fully upgrade a weapon, you get access to the exclusive upgrade, which is super expensive. But if for like ten bucks, you can get, you can buy like these six exclusive upgrade tickets, so you can actually cash them in. And you can access the the exclusive upgrade for the weapon immediately, you know, without having to fully upgrade the weapon. Um, so that's like a workaround. But even then, it's like eh, you're trying to squeeze an extra ten bu- bucks from people, Capcom. I see what you're doing. So, but but that but that's a tiny little blemish on an otherwise amazing remake. Um, I beat every RE with just a knife, only except that uh, hard joint on Dreamcast, which I never beat. Mm. Okay, I gotta find an emulator and correct that issue. You know, I I, I will say, Kyle, um, with, to to beat to beat Resident Evil Four remake with just a knife, it's by by its nature, it's actually impossible because the knife, like I said, the knife does break. Yeah. But you you can find like little like um, like kitchen knives or like temporary knives you can use in place of that in place of your combat knife. But even then, like it's like one it's like a one and done. Mm. So. Yeah, unless you're like, unless you're really good at like dodging enemies, and even then, like I can't see how anybody can beat the Resident Evil Four remake with just a knife. With Resident Evil the original, maybe I, I can kind of see that, but um, but yeah, this one, yeah, you, you just can't. I, I I'd be a, I'd be amazed if you could, but yeah, it's an amazing game. Resident Evil Zombies versus Walking Dead Zombies. I say Resident Evil Zombies. Okay. Um, like like the 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 zombies in in part in part four, both the original and the remake, they're not they're not really zombies. They're just like 
infected humans with like this plague, this 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 this, this virus, this parasite rather. Sometimes like if you like if you if you blow their heads open, this huge like tentacle bladed. Oh okay yeah, uh, Resident Evil got that. Yeah. And it's like, there's quite a bit of that going on. So, a huge pro tip for those who play the Resident Evil 4 remake, save your flash grenades. Or, when you, when you're, when the, when the flash, flash grenade recipe is available in the merchant's shop, buy that as soon as it's available. Because flash grenades are going to be like, one of your go-to resources in the game. Gotcha. Ooh. Remake downloaded now. Challenge accepted. Let us know, Kyle. Let us know, Mr. <laughs> Chapman. If you can if you can find a way to beat the part four remake with just a knife, because mind you, like I said, the knife it, it, it breaks. So if you can find a way to do it, sc- screenshot us the proof. Let us know because that would be an, an amazing feat in and yeah. of itself. He just said that. <laughs> we, we shall see, my friend. We shall see. Because it's 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 a challenging game like like i know that like uh, unlike uh i will say like this too like unlike uh resident evil 2 and 3 remakes yeah um there's no way you can purchase like all the unlocks through like the store so with the infinite launcher i think it's like 2 million uh 2 million in in cash in, in game in game in game cash not not actual cash but like but yeah that's yeah, it's... I need that Infinity Launcher to get through those games. Uh, trust me, like I'll, I'll say, I'll say, like if you've if you've beaten two and three, then you can definitely get into four with the Infinity Launcher. Wait, so you've beaten two and three just with the Infinity Launcher? Exactly. You haven't played it straight. No. See, see, you need to get your 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 nerd card revoked for that one. We already going into the thing. Well, well. You got something to you have something else to review? I swear. No, that's it. That's it. That's it. Well, yeah. then we might as well get into it. Yeah, we we will we 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 will we will get into this right now because how dare you, sir? You 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 can sit here and claim yeah that you've beaten the Resident Evil two and three remakes yeah but you never had a straight honest playthrough. You had to play with cheats, cheats. That's not a cheat. It is a cheat. No, it's not. How is it not a cheat? It is available in the game. So what? If, I mean, so what? There are. There, it's 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 a cheat because you, you haven't you haven't earned it. You didn't earn it. You didn't. Do, yes, I did. You, you didn't do the work. Yes, the fuck I did. You know, Cody Rhodes says do the work, and that's not and that's precisely what you didn't do. Sir. I did the work. I beat the game. You did the work. I was by, happy. You did the work by by opening your wallet and buying the DLC. Okay, and that's not the way to play Resident Evil. I use my hard-earned money. Nah, that's what every cheater says. You know, you might as well be a Patriots fan. Where's your Patriots jersey, you Tom Brady stan? First of all, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That was that was hurtful. Okay, (laughs) that was hurtful. Oh my gosh! You said that was like such. (laughs) Damn. I mean, I mean, I, I I beat Resident Evil two and three remakes with an honest playthrough, and then and then I played it with the Infinity Weapons. Okay, congratulations to you! I beat that. I beat the game, both of them, story modes and everything. But okay, all right, all right. What's your what's your nerd car revolt combo? Uh, uh, 
confession. Uh, nerd card revoked. Um, nerd it slash black card. Blurred card revoked. Mm. Oh, man. Uh, Dang. Let me think. Well, uh, I'll say like four or four nerd card revoked. Um, and, I, I, and I know this, this is pretty... Uh, this may sound sacrilegious to a lot of nerds everywhere, but all these years, man... I I, res- I absolutely respect the franchise. I admire its place in history. There there are things say. that I like about it, but I, despite my best efforts, I could just never really get into Star Trek. Oh, Star Trek! Yeah, like like like. I thought you were gonna say Dragon Ball because you you. Well, that too, but I, we'll we'll get into that in a bit. But yeah, yeah like 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 not not hating on Star Trek at all, but. I don't know. Like I, I tried sitting down watching uh, some episodes of the Next Generation, even some Deep Space Nine, and it's just like it's even cool. The original, even even the original. I, well, the original, like I, uh, I respect this place in history there, there too. But it's like I can definitely see why people love those series. But I just never could, just can never really. I, th- I think maybe like the emotional core. I guess like for me, it's just not quite there. I guess, like for me, like if if I had gotten into the ground floor when I was like a kid, you know, if if I if I had gotten into Star Trek that early, then perhaps I would have been into it more. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like it's great, but I I I, I, I respect it, but I don't know. Star Trek just never really grabbed me emotionally in the way that other franchises did, like a Star Wars, like for for example. You know what? I'm with you on that one. Oh, Star Trek just. Didn't ain't quite yeah yeah just that 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 Luther curl just didn't just quite didn't quite curl all the way yeah, yeah just couldn't get it no couldn't do that for couldn't do it for me yeah but but again I respect the franchise so uh, um yeah. I have never beaten any Mario game what wait 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 but but you you said. That Super Mario Brothers Three is your favorite Mario game of all time. Yes, but never finished it. So how can how far did you make it in the game? To the last level. Okay, I'll 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 I'll, I'll, I'll be easy on you on that, because if because if it was your favorite game but you but you never beat but you only made it to like two levels and I'd be like okay. Um, yeah, Shanae Wells in the chat says she's not a fan of Star Trek. I think she said Star Streak. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek either. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we got we got our variants in here, and you know how you and Chris be. Oh, my Y'all main man stay arguing. <laughs> you and your main man, Stuart, stay arguing. And big shout-outs to their recent episode, mm. Give AK the pulpit on that pizza party spiel. <laughs> oh my god, that hit, he hit me hard with that. <laughs> mm. Yeah, man. I used to like. I used to love pizza parties. Yeah. When I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> but now, as an adult, you're paying like, bills. You can't pay bills with pizza. pizza? I mean, I probably take it because I'm hungry, but like, mm-hmm. it's free food. But I'm like, oh come on, man, really? <laughs> Yeah, man. Employers, man. P- pizza parties are cool, but include a raise with that. You, you know, know what I mean? Or a bonus. Yeah, a bonus. Yo, we'll take that. <laughs> Shoot. You know, man, man cannot pay bills on pizza. Sure not. Sure can't. Yeah. But, yeah, not there's not a Mario game that I have beaten. 
Not even the first one. Okay, well, I, I'll give you that. I I haven't been super. I've never beaten the original Super Mario Brothers. Never beaten it. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh, Stewart says uh, I'm not arguing this time. I I haven't watched Star Trek since Next Generation. Okay. Yeah, like um, like the J.J. Abrams movies, they're they're, they're fine. Um, but uh, Into Darkness, I wasn't really into. But um, but yeah, the the series. Just watched, wasn't for me. My parents, baby. <laughs> it used to come on before The Simpsons on Fox. I remember. Oh yeah, yep, yep. Um, I always thought Patrick Stewart was cool, though. That's just because it's Patrick Stewart. Yeah, you know. Engage, make it so. <laughs> See, I, I know the, I know the, the, the catchphrases. Um, okay, so no Mario games you've Not beaten. One Mario game. Wow, that's wow. That that that, that is something. Um, it's your turn, and I got one that's gonna make you. But I've I've said it before on the show, yeah. but once again, it, you will cuss me out on it. So go ahead. Yeah, like like, and you you alluded to this earlier, but and and I've said this before, like long ago on the show, but um, many years ago. But Dragon Ball just never did it for me. Like I I I understand why Dragon Ball is cool. Like as cool looking characters, I remember in high school. Like so many, so many friends of of mine and classmates had fun, had a ball drawing Goku, Vegeta, all mm. that. But I sat down and I tried my best to watch the show Dragon Ball Z, and I'm just sitting there, like literally, like like three episodes in a row, like two up, two of which like they're just powering up, ah! and then the third episode they just, you know, fling each other through through canyons and then through boulders and and mountains, and it's like, all right. Great. Okay, I'm like, where, 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 what else is there? Where's the story depth? Where's the oh, emotionality? there's story depth. Yeah, like, like, where's the meat? Because all I'm seeing is characters yelling at each other. It taught you patience. <laughs> it taught you patience. <laughs> it taught you patience. Oh. Listen, I'll, 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 I mean, Nick Quattrini says screaming, screaming equals strength, Vic. That's how you get over nine thousand. <laughs> and. I, I sat there. I sat there. Tr- I sat there trying to get into it because, like, all because, like, all my friends and like their classmates and their friends' friends, like, they were all into all in on this Dragon Ball franchise. They were like to the point where this was like back in like the late nineties, early two thousand. So mm-hmm. they were like tape trading, like getting like import tapes like from Japan, like yeah, from- yeah going to Yaris, Yaris in Silver Lake, and then also mm-hmm. Anime Crash on Thayer Street. Okay. Yep. Yep. Those places, like they're getting tapes like Dragon Ball Z, GT, and all these other series. You don't, you don't and, acknowledge GT. Um, Turbo. What's wrong with GT? It was just awful. Really? Yeah. Okay. We don't. No. Um, you put the finger down on that one. We don't acknowledge it. Uh, but um, but yeah, like the only Dragon Ball series that I actually finished and I had no feelings on. I just watched it because it came on Saturday mornings early, and I was up at the time. Was the original Dragon Ball. Where Goku was a kid, and then he was traveling around with Bulma, and then the last episode of Dragon Ball was where he turned into a giant monkey, and that was it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And and I just went on with my day, and I just played Nintendo and watched other shows. That's the only Dragon Ball series I finished. For shame. All right. Well, sorry, people. I, I I've said this before. I'll say it again, and it will make you mad. What's that? I have never watched not one Lord of the Rings movie. Still, still. Listen, man. Eight years later, since starting this podcast, 
I have not watched one. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I, I will say, I mean, you're, you're, in, you're into the, you like the fantasy genre, right? Yeah. Like Game of Thrones. So I will say this. Um, they, I will acknowledge they are long movies. Watch the, find some time to watch. You can even watch the theatrical versions. The theatrical versions are shorter, but find some if you can. Find some time to watch the extended cuts of the original Lord of the Rings trilogy, Fellowship of the Ring, The Two Towers, and Return of the King. Okay, um, th- th- they're they're available in 4K. They're available in Blu-ray. The, the movies are the extended cuts are split across two discs. So think of them as like two halves of like one episode, right? Um, take a week to watch them, like day by day, if you need to. But it's worth it. These films, this 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 year marks the twenty year anniversary of Return of the King, and this 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 series this trilogy has existed for twenty two years now. You need to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy, whether it's the extended cut, which I highly recommend, or the theatrical cut. You need to you need to live up to your end of the nerd bargain. You you need to correct that mistake, sir. You you can ignore. Ignore the Hobbit. The Hobbit. The Hobbit movies are not very good, and the the Rings of Power show on Amazon. I haven't seen. I've heard good things about it, but I'm just not interested in it. But you need to see Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Your face. I read his comment, and I'm just like, yeah, he's about to sound off. Yeah, he's he's about to sound off. Okay, first of all, Aaron Ferguson. You are absolutely dead wrong. You are so wrong. You are so, so, so misinformed. Uh, listen, sir. You, how can you sit there and say Lord of the Rings is trash? <laughs> this, this, you know, you know, I, I've, I've, I've. There are people in this world who say that Lord of the Rings is trash, and they all have terrible taste. Okay. First of all, he's your variant. No, my, your main man stupid is my variant. <laughs> no, 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 pe- no, pe- 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 people, no, he's he is wrong about this. Absolutely wrong. L- the Lord of the Rings trilogy is 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 a cinematic achievement. Okay, like this is this is the best representation of of the fantasy genre in cinematic history, in my view. The- Peter Jackson developed, uh, directed all three of them, right? Yes. Yep. He directed all three. He filmed all three at the same time. He won uh, uh, the best director for, for Return of the King. The Lord Return of the King won eleven Oscars. The last film to do so. He's <laughs> still walking with the trees. Don't come in here, <laughs> Aaron. Aaron Ferguson. Don't come in here and use that Clerks Two argument. And let me tell you something. <laughs> Hey, 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 clerks, clerks, two. You, you know, let's let's you know sidebar. Let's talk about Kevin Smith for a second, since you, since, you, since you want to use the clerks two argument. That's funny though. Clerks two, like a lot of Kevin Smith movies, like pretty much all of Kevin Smith movies, if you want to be blunt, they don't hold up. They don't hold up after a certain age. Oh no, Clerks two still holds up. Nah, Clerks. I can I can watch Clerks two and have a ball. Clerks two is what we call charitably bad it is not it's bad <laughs> oh oh clerks was oh clerks 2 was funny back in 2006 when i was 22 years old that's just still hilarious i'm 39 and i'm looking at the shit and i'm like yo kevin this is this is shtick this is 
This is just boring. Boring. No. But he but Randall is right. There's only one return, and it's not of the king, it's of the Jedi. Man. Uh yeah, yeah. What would you say about that part? I just you, you would take Lord of the Rings over Star Wars. Over Star Wars? Well, if you're talking about the original trilogy, I'd say that they're I say that I say that they're of well, let me think about this. Um Yeah, I would take Lord of the Rings over the original trilogy. Really? I would. I would now. I would now because you know, see, seeing seeing Star Wars like like the Skywalker saga, how it's expanded and all this, how it's how it ultimately resolved with Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I would take Lord of the Rings, the, the original trilogy. It, but go ahead. I, I, I would I would take the trilogy. I would take the Lord of the Rings trilogy over Star Wars because you have three complete films, three complete stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has am, am, amazing, uh, heartfelt characters. The 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 tale of Samwise and Frodo, their journey. Brings tears to my eyes. The story of Aragorn, like the 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 the, the lost um, Strider who who struggles to realize his destiny. You have Sean Bean, Boromir, who sacrifices himself in the first I was film. Say, I'm like he dies. He says Sean Bean. I'm like he dies, don't he? He does, and he has one of the most glorious deaths in the entire in that entire franchise. Mm-hmm. What does that simply walk into the? Uh, that, that, okay, so that the, means from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, from, okay. yeah, from Fellowship. Um, man, just and the character of Eowyn. You've got you've got you've got the ending. You've got the beautiful song "Into the West." Um, man, it, oh God, the, the the trilogy is is it's just, it's just staggering. Like twenty two years later, after. The trilogy after the trilogy debuted in theaters. I was I remember I seen I've I've watched each film in that trilogy twice in the theater when it came out. Each of those each of those films I watched on my birthday in theaters. I've I've got I've I've had them on blue I've had them on DVD I've had them on Blu-ray I have them in 4K. It is incredible. And Carl, if He's nothing, Blu-rays. Oh yeah, yeah, because they have all the extras. The 4K set I have, they just have just the films. Oh okay. Yeah. No, I was gonna say give me the, give me the Blu-rays, but then I'm like you, but yeah. you explain it. Yeah. Like, you ain't giving those up. Oh no no. <laughs> so yeah, man, please please please, Carl. If nothing else from this episode, take some time out of your schedule to watch those films, please. You you, you got you to. You are begging at this point. Yes yes. He has his begging face. Yes, like ignore ignore Aaron Ferguson. His taste is terrible, and he's a Buffalo Bills fan. We don't listen to him. God so, damn. so make it a point. Ignore the Hobbit trilogy. The Hobbit trilogy is it's 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 hot trash on on a hot summer's day. You don't need to watch those films. Rings of Power, the Amazon show, you can take it or leave it. But the trilogy, Fellowship, Two Towers, Return of the King, make that a priority. And restore some credibility to your nerd slash blurred card, sir. Oh damn! All right. What's your what's your what's your confession? By the way, last episode of Mad Mando was dope. I, I got to catch up on that show, yeah. man. Yeah, it's a slow build, but you're gonna be like, okay, it's getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Then the last episode, you're like, damn. Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm intrigued. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Um, 
what's another another thing? Mm. So I, I I did I did mention. Uh, well, one other one, and I, and I've and this is one that I've mentioned like many years ago, a while back. Is that to this day, you know, as a video as a you know lifelong video gamer, I still haven't finished the original Final Fantasy VII. Still haven't beaten that game. I never played it. <laughs> well, I, I can't do RPGs. You know, I, I won't. I won't blame you for that because, like, the the older I get, I, I've I feel like I've lost patience for like straight role playing games, like especially like JRPGs, like Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. I, I've 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 lost the patience for that because like games like that they literally demand like nearly a hundred hours to just to beat the story. And in in a lot of cases, it's a lot of grinding. It it is, and I the but the game that has that really like solidified like I can't do this no more mm. was Parasite Eve. <laughs> now I would love to see a remake of that game. It it would benefit from a remake. I'll say that. Yeah, but I can't. I will probably buy it for nostalgia reasons, mm-hmm. but. I can't do them. Yeah. I can't do them. Yeah. Give me my good old hack and slash. Like, <laughs> I, you can give me a game that's just as long, mm-hmm. but a hack and slash, The Witcher 3. Okay. Yeah, The Witcher 3 is great. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I think basically for me, like, turn-based RPGs, like, I've, I'm losing the taste for that genre the older I get, because it's, it's just, it's, those like the most demanding time-wise. Yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah, I don't know. Golden Ring? Elden Ring is is like third person, you know, and third person action RPG. Like I can I can do action RPGs. Like even the Final Fantasy VII remake, I could probably get through that. But if it's like turn based, and all and all that's like, uh, I don't know. Like I'm I'm just losing it. I've just, I've, I don't I don't, don't want to say I've lost the taste completely, but like I'd rather stick with an action RPG than a turn based one. Yeah. At, at this point. Yeah. Give me Ghost of Tsushima over. <laughs> Yeah. Oh god, I love that game so much. That that is a great game. I managed to beat it twice. I twice? Yeah. PS, Amateur. PS4 and PS5. Twice? Yeah. Amateur. How many times you played it? Probably like three <laughs> on the PS4 and twice on the PS5. Damn. Yeah, you really do love that game. You give me any between that game and Spider Man, mm. give me a reason to play it. And I will. Hey, when Spider-Man 2 drops. Yeah, man. Whoa. I don't think I've ever seen showed you this video. What? When um, 90s, it was was called 90s Parents Gets Revenge. 90s Parents Get Revenge on their, uh, on their millennial kids. Oh. And the father gets sued. Because he turned on Goldeneye. Oh, I think I've seen it's that one. It's your yeah. ass, player. It's your ass, player. Goldeneye, uh, yeah. Because uh, that, that recently was made available on the Switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, Nick Quattrini says in the comments, I've only beaten Final Fantasy fifteen. I'm currently in the middle of Final Fantasy ten again, but even with YouTube guides, I can't get get the Celestial Weapons. The Rad Brad helps me out. He's helped me out on so mm. many games. Yeah, the celestial weapons are pretty hard to get in Final Fantasy X, I remember. Um, Final Fantasy XV, um, that one, like I said before, it has excellent gameplay. 
but the story and the characters were just weak. But the but the world was gorgeous. I would I just wish the story and the characters were just as strong as the those other two elements, the gameplay and the world. Um, but I am intrigued about Final Fantasy 16. I'm really hoping that that would uh, that would be a really good one because I think that that one also continues like the action RPG style of gameplay instead of like a turn based combat. Yeah. I'm really looking for it. I done lost my train of thought because I'm looking for this. It's your ass, player. <laughs> it's your ass. Oh man. Other 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 nerd mm. stuff. Um nerd stuff. Uh oh I think all of the other um you know, like it's funny, like when we're thinking about anime, um I've never I've never really gotten into with the exception of there were there were three anime shows that that I watched like from like twenty years ago. Uh, one of which I watched like about like, four or five years ago. The most recent anime show I've series I've watched and finished and enjoyed was Death Note. Death Note was really cool. That, that, I think that's still on Netflix. I think we all just want one. Mm. You thought about it. You are uh, you are on the fence with that one. I see that in your in your eyes. Uh, I, 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 it's, it's too no 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 human should have the, the power of the of the death note, um, but yeah like but but yeah uh, like if talking about like twenty years ago like in my college days undergrad days I watched let's see Neon Genesis Neon Genesis Evangelion um, Trigun yeah those are the those are the two anime shows I I finished and I enjoyed here oh, you go here's a video that I enjoyed. Oh yeah. <laughs> You see him catch the Holy Ghost? Yeah. <laughs> His kids looking all confused. He's trying to put the watch him. You see him trying to put the controller back. He's like, oh, no, no, no. Put it back. <laughs> the kid, kid's making fun of the graphics of GoldenEye. Yeah. But, yeah, I, that nostalgia. Yep. I feel it. I feel yep. it. He's like, it's your ass, player. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, with, with anime. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really gotten to a lot of animes, too. Like, I watch a few, and then... Yeah, like, I, like I've only... To this day, I've only watched the first season of Attack on Titan. And that, and that was when Aris and Maurice were, were co-hosts on the yeah. show. And I never got back to the show. I got since. into One Punch Man for a little bit. And then I also started... I was watching Tiger Mask W. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously being a wrestling fan and all that. So, um... Yeah. Yeah, I'm... Ve- yeah, like... Like I've never finished like I I've never seen an episode of One Punch Man or Naruto. Never seen an episode just yeah. I, I know it's super popular among fans, but like you sit me down you sit me down in front of like a anime TV show, I'm just gonna be like, okay. But when it comes to anime movies, I, I there there are there are sh- there are movies that I like. I can tell you about like Satoshi Khan's movies like Perfect Blue, Millennium Actress, and Paprika. I can tell you about Makoto Shinkai's movies like Your Name, um, and uh, Weathering with You. 
uh, other anime, like of course Studio Ghibli's movies, of course. Oh, speaking of, but scripts, like, but but yeah, like, uh, but yeah, a lot of like anime shows, like for me, it's just like whew, over my head. I just can't, I just, I just can't get into it. I'm like, I mean, I'm sure that they're good, but like, I don't know. It's just, it's just like, like I'm more, attracted, I'm more attracted to like an anime film. Than an act, than than a series. So that's just me. And uh, big shout outs to Steambox. They just completed their trip to Japan. Yeah, I saw some of their pictures on Instagram. Yeah, that was, that was, that yeah, was a dope. That's a dope looking trip. Yeah, it's. Uh, I want to go. I just don't got the patience for for, for the flight. Mm. I just come probably gotta take like an ambient or something and just sleep on the plane the entire time. Oh yeah, it's like twenty four hour flight. Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's too much. Mm. Yeah, I rather have like some layovers, you know. Yeah, I would need those layovers. Yeah, for real. Uh, whew, all right, let me see if I got one. Uh, mm, a nerd. A nerd. I didn't follow ECW as heavily as I did, as heavily as I would like to. You know, me neither. And I think that was only because, like, the channels weren't really available up in New England. Yeah, it was because it was a regional thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard, I've, like, I've, like, I've, the only, th- the only, um, the only information I got from ECW was, like, through wrestling magazines. Oh, yeah. And whenever Jerry Lawler made fun of ECW and, that, and he showed up on Raw. And, um, well, when my dad was traveling too, he would tape some episodes for me. And then when he would come back off the road, he would, he would uh play you know play what he was able to get, mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah, I, I couldn't. I didn't follow ECW because because it was because of the availability. Yeah, indeed. And it also came on late too. Yep. Yeah. 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 Same. Same reasons. Um. Yeah, ECW was like one of those things where you just had to like tape trade at least yeah. up in up in New England. Uh, man, what's another nerd, nerd confession slash blind spot for me? Um, hmm. Dang. Yeah, man, I, I really got to think about this one. Um. Oh, man. Even black card revoked. <laughs> Even black card revoked? Oh, I know you got plenty of those. Oh, what are, you talking, what are you trying to say, Carl? <laughs> Your black card's been revoked a long time ago. Oh, why? Because oh, Victor doesn't, Victor doesn't like Harlem Nights, and you said that Thriller is a better album than Off the Wall, which is true. Wrong. But, go ahead. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Harlem Nights is weak, but um, no, it's not. But go ahead. Uh, man, I mean, come on, like, you, listen, listen. I can tell you, I can tell you right now. I've watched more black films than you have, Carl. Good ones too, not the so-called not the so-called hood classics. Oh, Vic, oh, Victor needs to revoke his black card because he's never seen Paid in Full. Oh, Paid in Full was good for what it was. Yeah, yeah okay. It, it was good for what it. It was <laughs> like, good for what it was. Like it was, it was for telling the story. It told the story. Mm-hmm. There were some parts that lost me. Like it, it was supposed to take place in the eighties, and then I see dudes in the background with baggy jeans and shit. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Like God damn it! Like you, you just kind of ruined um, it. You know? Yeah, like it's an effed up story, though. I bet it is. Yeah, like I've never seen Paid in Full. I've never seen State Property. Um, 
let me see. Uh, but I've, but I, I, I could tell you that I've seen plenty more black films than you have, Carl. Um, Great have you ones. seen Who Made the Potato Salad? What the? F- <laughs> Wait a minute. Sad part is that's a real movie. I know what you're talking. Never- <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> I've I've never seen it either. Julia White is in that one, right? Probably. I th- I think I remember I remember hearing about that movie. I think Julia White was in that movie. I've never seen it, and I probably never will. I have no intentions on seeing it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Man, gosh, let me think. Um. Oh, and, uh, yes, Jaleel White is in it. Oh, and go. guess where it's available? <laughs> it's available on Tubi, isn't it? It is. But it's, let me see. Jaleel White, Clifton Powell. You know what? That's an actor who doesn't get his props. Clifton Powell, he deserves more credit than he, does. he deserves. Yeah, he, He's a good actor, and he can play a damn good villain. Ella Joyce is in it. You remember Ella Joyce from Rock? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Eddie Griffin, D. Ray Davis. I don't know who Daphne Bloomer is. Mm. Oh, here, here's, here's a... Mr. Ronaldo Wright. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's a BET comic view. Yeah. Tiny. There's a lot of people in this freaking movie. Wow. Um, oh, yeah. Speaking, speaking of a, a, a perhaps a black card revoked or slash literary card revoked, um, uh, a deep confession here is that try as I might, I, I've try as I might, I've read her first two books, The Bluest Eye and Sula, and those are good. I could just never really get into Toni Morrison's work. The late, great Toni Morrison, uh, one of the great American authors. I tried, I've tried reading Beloved, which is like her magnum opus. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get through the, pa- the first 10 pages, man, because the prose, the pro- her prose is impenetrable. And I know this sounds like complete blasphemy to anybody who's like who's into like literature, who's into like reading the, the great classics. Yeah. But I tried with Toni Morrison. I tried with Beloved, like a total of three, four times over the years, last decade. I just can't get past her prose. It's just so dense. It's just so. It, 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 it's, it's 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 almost incomprehensible. And I, and I, and maybe that's like what she was going for, like a stream of consciousness type deal. But like, I I take pleasure in knowing that I'm not the only one because I've had I have good friends who have been in the same boat, like good learned friends, educated. They're like on the ball, super knowledgeable. They can't get into Toni Morrison's prose, and it and it's and it's sad because like I I know how lauded she is in 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 in, in the world of literature. I, I did enjoy her first two books, which which I was able to get into, The Bluest Eye and Sula, but Beloved, oh man, I, I know it's like a, it's regarded as a masterpiece, but I just can't get into it, man. I just the writing style is just like I I feel like I feel like I feel like I need like five PhDs to get into what she's saying, and even then, maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Let me see. Do I have Damn. Let me see. I don't uh, I can't even think of I thought the I am number four movie was good mm. and deserved the sequel. 
wow. You know, I, th- I think you mentioned that before. Yeah, like like years ago when I think when, when the movie first came out. I enjoyed it. Yeah, a lot. Hmm. Yeah, it was like it was like during that young adult novel craze. It was it was meant to be a Twilight for boys, and because it didn't hit like Twilight did, mm-hmm. never it that was just it. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I know. Like, um, I know it came out like during like uh, the young, young adult novel craze, like on film, like Hunger Games, Maze Runner, Divergent. Yeah. Um, uh, and like a whole bunch of others. Uh, uh, Chris Stewart says facts. Thank you. In regards to I Am Number Four, it was a good movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah I... Like it, it had to. They had something there, and it just mm. didn't really catch on like they wanted it, like the studios wanted it to. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's that's too bad. Um, but the book was boring. <laughs> it was. Yeah, <laughs> like I became so I was so happy. I enjoyed the movie so much. I started reading the book and it just dragged. Hmm. So that is one case where the movie was better than the book. Yeah. You know, I I will say this: a, a, a nerd confession was that um, back in February two thousand three. You know, when we were starved for comic book movies, I did go out of my way to see Darede- Ben Affleck's Daredevil in the theater when it came out. Me too. And I enjoyed it. I, 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 when, when, when I, where, where are you going, Carl? Carl's really walking out of here. He, Carl has just walked out and he shut the door in Codex Prime Studios. Well, um, confession time. You see, uh, when Ben Affleck's Daredevil first came out, you, 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 what you have to understand is, co- are, are you really taking your bag? You, you, what? He, yo, he, Carl's really taking his phone. He, he, he's just walking out. He's, what? Um. Um. Well, uh, people. Um. Okay, Carl's back. He, he he's here. How the hell did you like that movie? I watched that movie. I worked at a movie theater. Okay, I watched that motherfucker for free. Uh huh. And hated it. Okay, okay. What you have to understand is context. All right, context is everything. So see, th- th- this is this is back in back in February two thousand three. Okay, mm-hmm. I was nineteen years old. Me too. And we back then we had we, we we were still in the very early um um stages the very early years of the comic book uh of film renaissance correct we 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 just had uh uh this this was months before X Men two came out mm-hmm. so we just had we had Spider Man yeah we had X Men yeah and we had Blade and Blade yeah. two okay so Daredevil was a character that I always found interesting right um. I remember I, I I remember being into being really into that song by Evanef, Evanescence Wake Me Up Inside which was like the jam of like early 2003. No, I'm I'm not knocking it. Right? I'm not knocking it. That's a bit still a beautiful song to this day. It is. That and My Immortal. That too, yep. Um in fact, um the Daredevil movie was the reason why I was a fan of Evanescence incidentally. Um so I remember going to the theater Thinking, hey, you know what? We've never seen Daredevil on film. I think this might be a cool experience. Nope. I watched it. 
um, at the time, my 19-year-old brain, who was I was not a cinephile yet, you know, I I thought that the movie was enjoyable. I was entertained by it. I thought Colin Farrell played a good bullseye. I thought Michael Clark Duncan played a good kingpin. And then I was, in fact, like the movie, the movie actually got me into. Ironically enough, Daredevil was a movie that got me into collecting graphic novels and trade paperbacks. So, like, I remember after after I left the movie theater, I went to Borders Bookstore in Providence Place Mall. Remember right that? Right downstairs. Yep, right downstairs. I picked myself up a copy of 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 Kevin Smith's Guardian Devil trade paperback, his run, which I enjoyed. Um, I picked up a copy of Watchmen after that too, and then over the years. You know, I think it was like it was like 2006 when the when the director's cut came out with Coolio in like a subplot, and I watched it, and I'm like, and I and I you're and not, you're not. And, and 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 not only did I watch, it, I actually bought the director's cut of Daredevil on DVD in 2006 when it came out, and I watched it, and I'm thinking to myself, well, this movie is this movie is less this movie is less good than I than I remembered. But this whole Coolio subplot's not so bad, so I guess it's kind of fresh. Um, and then as the years wore on, I and as my taste in movies became more sophisticated, more mature, uh, more learned, if you will, I, 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 I sat down and I watched Daredevil again once more, and I realized how trash and terrible it was, and I was kind of embarrassed and so to this, and so like up until this very moment, I I just told people that I never liked the film. I always thought it was bad, um, but I, I I was I was not truthful um, up until today. So so yes, I I I initially in two thousand three when I was not a cinephile. I enjoyed the Ben Affleck Daredevil film back then, but I realized, especially in the wake of you know of the Netflix series and Charlie Cox's performance, that the original Ben Affleck Daredevil was complete and utter trash. I understand that. Just, but but I was. You would have liked Electra, wouldn't you? And oh oh no, even back even even back then, I knew that I was never interested in watching Electra. I don't, I don't know about you anymore, man. But I don't even know you. But but yeah, man. Just 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 all, 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 all I'm saying is that yes, I was I was I was. Who are you? I, I I was I was lying about my opinion of Daredevil up until now, where I where I, where I said that I always thought it was trash, but I didn't always think it was trash. But now I realize it's trash, and all and all I ask is 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 is, is your grace is to give me some grace. You know, you know, give me give me some time, the space to heal. Okay. And 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 I and I just I just need your understanding in in this in this in this moment in time, you know. Healing and reflection is, is what we need, you know, moving forward. Okay. And, I and hate not, you. And, and not judgment. Well, you hate me. <laughs> I hate you. I, well, oh. You lied to me. Listen, man. I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed. The, the, the 2003 Daredevil, Daredevil film is an embarrassment. I, I understand. I see why you brought up the you brought up the Tony Morrison. Yeah, yeah. They're staring at you in the face. But God, God damn it, man! This is gonna take. This is gonna take some. This is gonna take some healing. 
Okay, listen. Um, in, in, in fairness, let's go to the comments here. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, don't let Stuber hear you say this. Uh, oh, says too late. Um, I, 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 I will. I will maintain that Ben Affleck was not bad as Matt Murdock. He just needed a better script and a better director and a better cinematographer. Who even directed that movie? Uh, Mark Steven Johnson. We hate him. I don't know what else he directed after that. I think you know what? I'm gonna look that up. I think he directed the first Ghost Rider, if I'm not mistaken. But um, uh, the question is, does Vic still like Batflex Daredevil? I do not. I do not. Um, it says a, Aaron says Stubert still likes it. So does he have to turn in his card? Uh, Stuart replies, "It has a special place in my heart. I walked out of that theater feeling it." LOL. <laughs> um. <laughs> I want to watch. I want to. Can you come into the rain? I want to see you. <laughs> I th- you. You know what? I'm getting- you know what? I hate the fact that you hate sports because they would have been bat somewhere. <laughs> you know what? I thought that. I thought it. Would, I still. I still think that that element of the film, you know, where Ben, how Ben Affleck can see because through through like sound waves, and how he can see Jennifer Gardner's face like through the rain through the sound of the raindrops. I thought that was a creative way of like of of portraying his vision. I, th- I still think that was a good touch in that movie, in an, in an, in an otherwise trash film. Um, Aaron says that my confession of liking Daredevil, the, a Ben Affleck film, was this reminds me of when Martin admitted on the air trying to hook up with Shanene. You know what? Yes. 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 Right on the money with that one. Listen, listen, as bad as the film was, I still maintain that A, Ben Affleck's Daredevil, Matt Murdock, was not that bad. He just... He just needed a better script, director, cinematographer, um, caterer, whatever. Um, Colin Colin Farrell's A Bullseye wasn't terrible. Again, needed the other elements too. Michael Clark Duncan, R.I.P. Good casting as Kingpin, but the movie just didn't do him any favors. So since Daredevil, Mark Steven Johnson has done Ghost Rider. Okay, I was right about that. When in Rome. No, don't remember that one. Killing Season. Never heard of it. Okay, yeah, these are all his director. No, director video. Yeah. He was a producer in Grudge Match. Oh, the Stallone De Niro movie, boxing yeah. movie. Never seen that. Uh, he wrote the story of the Christopher Robin movie. I've heard of that one. I haven't seen it. And he's directed since then, Finding Steve McQueen. Love Guaranteed, and Love in the Villa. Never heard of those, but good for him. He's still working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so that's... Uh, that, was that was awful. That was awful. Don't judge me. Listen. Oh, I was 19... You, you, I was 19 years old. Okay, this was 2003. Okay, all right. If you want my forgiveness for this... What? Then you forgive me for beating Resident Evil's 2 and 3 with the Infinity Gun. Are you serious? Yes. We're going to go back to that? Yes. You know what? Come on. 
I will say, mm-hmm. I, 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 did, I did say on the air, in fairness, that I I beat Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original NES game, with the aid of a game genie. Oh, you did. You I, did. I, I did say that. Yes, you did. So, um, <clears throat> so I forgive you. For 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 perpetrating in Resident Evil two and three, just like you perpetrated in freaking Ninja Turtles, which is an even harder game. See, see, that's different. What you got to understand is, uh, it was the nineties, and and, 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 and I was a and, kid, and 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 and, <laughs> and and NES games were super hard. Okay, and and uh, um, <clears throat> fuck you though, but uh. But yes, we, we 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 can we can agree on this. Um, uh, Chris Stubert says we just had an incursion. <laughs> Stubert and Vic have something they agreed on. <laughs> <laughs> Called oh. Doctor Strange. I know, right? <laughs> um. So so yeah, that's uh, that that's my shameful, uh, cinematic secret. Oh, God, that's... But but I I can see that the Daredevil movie is trash, especially. After watching the Netflix series, which has done the done the character justice, done it properly, we can say that. Um, but but you gotta understand, two thousand and three, we had very slim pickings, right? Daredevil did its job at the time. No, it didn't. What what, what were we supposed to do, Carl? <laughs> and 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 the, it was the movie that got me into 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 the Daredevil comics, anyhow. So. I'll I'll give it credit for that. Okay, that I'll give it credit to. I will give it credit to. All right. I forgive you. Thank you. Thank you. You you should you you shall never speak of this again. We we, we will not. We will throw this into the sea of forgetfulness. Right. We, we, yes, we will. N- n- nobody remember this episode, okay? Let this, let this, let this be forgettable. <laughs> but, but see, Aaron AK's right. Says that I've learned from the error of my ways, so at least I know it's trash. That is true. Okay. All right. The two best musical biographies ever. Well, I still believe it. I honestly still believe that the Jacksons movie was better than the Temptations movie. And I love both of them. Hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. The Jackson 5 movies, it's, it's iconic. But Blue never got them short ribs out the oven, man. He really didn't get those short ribs out he, the oven. He never got them short ribs. Damn. That's a shame. And Wiley Draper, too, who played Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. just imagine what he could have been done mm. after that. Like, he died, like, I think a year after the movie made, the movie came out. Man, it's gone way too soon. Tragedy. Leukemia. Mm. I knew he had a Wikipedia page, but let me see. 
You know, I will say, you know, speaking of Michael Jackson movies, I will say that the Flex Alexander biopic, Man in the Mirror, was better than Harlem Nights. <laughs> What is, what is wrong with you? Now you just troll it. Oh, I'm just, that movie is awful. Oh, it was. It was. Oh, my God. It just made Michael look crazy. I mean. Who left the towel in the swimming pool? <laughs> you don't get a beat. Oh, my Joseph. God. Wait, who played, who played the father? Lawrence Hilton Jacobs, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched Cooley High the other day. Yeah. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh God! Yep. So uh, I I think we can um, yeah. I think we can end it, end it here. Those are our nerd slash blurred confessions of fire. Cameron's album, but um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's that's it for us. Um, l- let us know what your nerd slash blurred confessions are in the comments here if you if you have any more for us. Uh, yeah, man. Um, lot to think about, lot to reflect on. But uh, yeah, uh, thank you all for watching and listening. Uh, you can catch all of our episodes every Tuesday night on Facebook Live around eight ish p.m. Eastern, whenever. Um, all of our episodes are available uh, on audio form via SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find podcasts. Check us out there. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast and Twitter at Codex Prime Cast. All right. Hey, yeah. pretty much nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's it. Um, Let me see what I got. Oh, uh, next Saturday. I will be DJing at the uh, Healthy Kids Day at the McCall YMCA in uh, on Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, Rhode Island. Nice. Uh, I believe from 10 to 2. It's a free event for everybody to so just come through. Just They're going to have all types of activities and stuff for the kids. So, yeah, come through to that. Mm. And I will be at the RWA event. Uh, this upcoming Saturday, I'll get the flyer and post it on our socials. Uh, David Morales is going to be defending my RWA Hype Championship belt. Your championship belt. You're damn right. Okay. Okay. Challenge challenge laid down. Oh, the challenge has been laid down over and over again. He's Mm. ducking. Oh, you, you hear that, David Morales? He says you're ducking his challenge. Answer the call. Had that title right here on this table. Yes, yes, it, yeah, it was here. But yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be at those two events. So yeah, come through, join us. Mm-hmm. You'll love it. All right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, man, uh, we'll we'll be here. Uh, same nerd time, same nerd channel. Um, I, I I will I will part with this, and this is my legitimate opinion. You know. I, I will say legitimately, A.K. Stubert, um, Shanae Wells, if you're still here, Daredevil is legitimately a better movie than Harlem Nights. God, you are all, you are an awful human being. And, and as and as and on that note, thank you for watching, and listening. And we will always, as always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. You are an awful human being, sir. I know. <laughs>